Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy August 13th. Mommy's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, welcome to 321. No kidding, guys. If you haven't been here before, it's Mom's birthday, if you couldn't tell. We're kicking it off with today's reading from Bo Body, Mind, and Spirit from the Hazelton Meditation Book. Uh, this reading uses sobriety and chemicals a little bit so in case I forget to interchange it it really means gambling from our context so here goes Richard Bach starts us off with you are never given a wish without also being given the power to make it come true you may have to work for it however staying free of gambling is sometimes more difficult than simply stopping our sobriety is a gift but it isn't free to recover, we need a plan of action and willingness to work. I like this next part. If we take the 12 steps and group them by threes, we can see that we will give up, clean up, make up, and grow up. I've never heard that put that way, and I think that's brilliant. If we suffer a setback in one area, we can work on those steps with our, sp our sponsor. Sometimes we reach another level of growth in our recovery, then we can go back and work the steps in a new way. So we begin again as beginners with, the, with all the mental skills and clarity we developed in sobriety. Safe in the care of our higher power, we've begun to dream again. And our physical selves have begun to recover too. They will take us where we want to go. Success comes in doing, moving forward one step at a time. When we wish for and work for at sobriety, we will find when we wish for and work at sobriety, we will find our possibilities are endless. Today, grant me the willingness to dedicate effort towards the gift of sobriety. I, I'm living proof of this as far as, you know, having a wish and then working towards it and knowing that I, I can make my dreams come true now. So I definitely believe in this reading. I've just never heard this stuff framed quite this way. And it's like, I'm appreciating it. Breaking down the steps as far as give up, clean up, make up and grow up. Like that just blows my mind because I've never seen that before. And it, it really makes sense that the way to use the 12 steps maybe to, well, has been proven to be and is used for to gain your sobriety or your stopping gambling. That's the first time we use it. And then a lot of times in the program, we hear people say, you know, I, I work my steps every day or, you know, I've gone back and done them again. And the way that they frame this, that you do it once, like the mission is to get gamble free. And then when you go back and do them again, it's because you are ready to start like really living your life and you can start applying it to other things. Like I've mentioned this in the past that there's definitely literature out there. 
and I still have never figured out the name of that book, but there's a 12-step book for people who aren't gambling addicts or alcoholics or drug addicts. Like there's, it explains how this works for people in normal life. And this, this just totally simplifies it on why it would translate to anything, whether it was, whether it was gambling, um, or other behavioral things like sex addiction or food addiction or substance abuse addiction or shopping or like, or just um, maybe you're, I'm learning that we can get addicted to our thinking and to our bad emotions. I had never thought of it that way. I can't remember which book I'm reading that is saying that we can get addicted to our bad emotions, but that's a scary freaking thought. Like we're just, we like to be settled in that place of negative thinking. And so even if you were just a negative thinker, like you were someone who was a pessimist who just always, it always looked like you had um, a full and negative bucket, even though it's just your bucket really was, didn't have that much bad stuff and you just presented that way. Like 12 steps can, can help with all of those things. And this really, captures it giving up so giving up whatever it is that that bad habit is cleaning up to me that means like cleaning up taking you know this is where it would take our inventory and we'd look at what what do we need to remove from our life so it could be defects it could be actions it could be people um making up so apologizing for whatever it is we're trying to give up the damage it caused and then growing up and growing and evolving and, you know, living your best life, learning more things either about yourself, well, hopefully about yourself, about your spirituality, about um, health and fitness, whatever that looks like. And that totally could be applied over and over again. Like I realized that, um, the last few months I've been focused on, you know, learning, learning recovery stuff. But that's been my, my focus is, is more of that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of my online classes, my coaching, my business stuff. And now that I'm doing the 75 hard, which, oh, by the way, I think I'm on like day 16 or 17. I'm still going that now I'm doing the growing up and I'm trying to do it with my um, with my body and my health and my weight. So when I get to my fitness goals, then maybe, well, and my smoking and caffeine. I can't forget that I'm without them right now. But it actually hasn't been as horrible as I would have thought. Um, but once I get through that, then I'll circle back and I'll be able to do something else. So we keep growing as people. And when we focus, this is another thought that's been present this week is, you know, we focus on one thing, other things might, um, you know, they're not taking as much priority. So we have to circle back and shift gears back to them. So this is an ongoing process for sure. 
it says success comes in doing, moving forward one step at a time. So it doesn't say all 12 steps or all 100 steps of things you want to change and fix, right? One step at a time. And that's kind of what my approach is being right this minute. And I just learned this in a class yesterday too. He's like, focus on one thing. And if you're not focused on that one thing and doing activities that help you accomplish that one thing, like you're going to, you're going to be all over the place and you're not going to get stuff done. So we, when we wish for and work for our sobriety, we'll find the possibilities are endless. And that's so true. I, I believe that with, with so much fortitude that it blows my mind. Cause if you asked me this five years ago, I'd be like, what are you saying? No, my, my life is destined to be what it is and I can't do anything about it and ho-hum and blah, blah, blah. Um, all right, so maybe I've never been quite that negative, but the the negative voices could win in those cases, and sometimes that was how I felt. Today, grant me the willingness to dedicate effort towards the gift of sobriety. I will reiterate that again. You know, every day we have to work on not being... Um, a gambler, a drinker, a, a whatever it is. And it's not, it, it's funny because we talk, I just had an aha moment here. We talk so much about not living in the past, right? And it might even seem counterintuitive that we have to work on a recovery so that we're not living in the past. So we have to think about the fact that we were a gambling addict every day to not go back to gambling but I think I would frame it as such. It's not about going backwards. It's about remembering a little so that we protect ourselves from going back. But doing the work, the recovery work, is really about moving forward and growing and having a better life. The life we deserve to have. The life we might not have known we deserve to have all along. But the life we deserve to have. And recovery is just a freaking beautiful thing. Okay. That's that's what I got for you today. And again, I get to say happy birthday to mom because it's important. We love mom. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. I will be back tonight with some recovery dharma stuff. I I hope that you have a, a fantastic day. All right. Thank you. Bye.